What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com. Promo code HAM, Middlecoff. Promo code HAM, $20 off first purchase, over $50 free delivery. And it's brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Promo code HAM1. That's HAM, H-A-M, and the number one. You get it. Your initial deposit, you get an extra 50% bonus. So Woj reported that uh, Luke Walton and all the coaches thought they were going to be fired like immediately after their last game. Which was last night. Yeah, obviously that didn't happen because Magic quit publicly. Like he did the press conference, didn't tell Jeannie, didn't want to tell Jeannie. My favorite part, I think, of the press conference was one of the ones that you sent me was when someone asked him about Rob, and he's like, Rob, <laughs> Rob, that's that's up to Jeannie, you know? Well, he did a classic Stephen A. Smith. The guy asked, do you think Rob is the right guy to be the GM? Then he re-asked the question, Magic yeah. does. Do I think Rob is the right guy to be the GM? <laughs> Just trying to so buy getting, three seconds. Yeah, he's trying to buy some time to put his – I, I thought that was the biggest, oh, my God, this guy – thinks Rob's kind of a clown. Like, you don't – if you like the guy, because I, I thought that it came away – I don't think he thinks Luke's a good coach, but I do think he likes Luke. He didn't take any shots really at Luke. That was like – the clip I sent you, he's like, yeah, a lot of people think he has some bag – and he stopped himself yeah, from I was saying like, baggage. Yeah, about to say baggage? Who fucking brings that up? I mean, that was nuts. I think he realizes – say what you want about Magic. Might be a little lazy when relative to the NBA GMs. He is a good human, and I think he treats people really the right way. I think Polinka, some of the stories I've read, and you sold me that Stephen A. was saying that everyone hates him in the league. I think he might just be a bad guy, and I think Magic realized, like, I'm kind of in bed here with a bad guy. And I love Jeannie because I think the Magic probably views the Bus family beside his own family like he'd take a bullet for him, right? The Bus family means everything to him. But I think he thinks that Rob Polinka is a bad human. Like, that was one take. You're not going to read that or hear that anyway because he said so much. But I think that's where he was like, this is – I'm just in bed with the wrong guy in a job I don't want to do, and I don't need any of this. Like, if he had lo- like if he had been Bob Myers, I, I 
would he have done that? I don't know. When you don't respect a guy, you might do something kind of crazy. Well, that's the thing with him, right? Is like because I heard someone say like Magic's not a quitter. Well, like, he's not... quit like three things, right? Right, I know, but but <laughs> that's why I was like, well, wait a second, what? But I think that the addendum is like, well, he's not a quitter, but he also doesn't need to hang around for stuff that he doesn't think is going to work. Well, if you quit coaching after sixteen games, a talk show after three months, and then something like this. This, actually, he did this for what, like a year and a half, two years? Because he had a couple free agent classes now, two years, two drafts. Is that quitting or is that just not wanting to stick up? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, well, I would say like the TV show just didn't work. The TV show well, wasn't working. Well, I heard someone say that if you go back and research it, the producer, whoever his like right-hand man was, you know, what? who's Johnny Carson's right-hand guy? Ed uh, McMahon. Yeah, so – I don't know if it was the guy sitting next to him or the guy that produced the show said whenever the show ended and Magic quit, said that they would be doing rehearsals and Magic didn't even show like Magic didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so it was actually that one I would not well, use as an example. Well, look, I'm not saying – I don't know that he – I'm just saying that's what I, – I heard somebody who kind of knows him say Magic's not a quitter. Now, maybe they're just defending him. But I, I'm, But my point is just not everything you leave is quitting because you just quit. Now maybe he did. Maybe it just was like he kind of like it wasn't fun for him anymore. It wasn't the grind. But when you don't need it and he didn't need it, maybe that's maybe you know maybe Jerry West just emotionally needs it in a way that Magic in a way doesn't need it. Right? Neither one of them need needs the NBA. But J- Jerry gets something out of it that maybe Magic doesn't get out of it. But I, I would also bet Jerry would tell you, in deep down honesty, like Magic's success as a player can never be topped by even winning championships as an exec. Jerry West won one fucking championship as an exec. Think about that. One. As a player. And he went there a bunch, but he, or as a player. Yeah. As an exec, he won countless. So he actually became... Yeah, but don't you feel like if the, if this team was a, was like the four seed in the West, would Magic have just quit? Or whatever left? It, it, <laughs> your first gut reaction, the main reason Magic said I'm out. LeBron, the him... Knowing that Genie didn't want to fire Luke, and he knew that he couldn't not fire Luke. Uh, Rob, just the drama of Clutch always around him. What would you, if you had to bet? Let's do the thousand dollar bet again. What would you put the number one reason that was driving him? The grind, just like God, I don't want to go into the office today. That he wasn't able to do what he wanted to do. That's to me is number one. That he like I'm giving up my some of my life for this. And I don't even get to run it the way I want to run it. I don't need. I don't need to put my name on something that I'm not actually getting to make all the decisions on. Like because I'll tell you this, John. I think if LeBron James had never come to the Lakers, okay, and uh, Paul George did. Like if Paul George came to the Lakers, LeBron never did. It was just Paul. It's going to be like your team. LeBron just resigns in Cleveland, and Paul says, "Fuck it, I'll go and, to Lakers." Yeah. Okay. Fine. Now it's going to be my team in LA. Okay. And it was Magic's co- It was a coach that Magic had hired, and the and the Lakers were the six seed this year, or the five seed in the West. I think Magic would be. I think there'd be no end in sight if it was a coach he wanted. That, you know what everyone would be saying? Like, God, he's got this thing rolling. Yeah, Look what he did. I, I, I don't. I don't think for him it's about necessarily the failure of not winning so much as feeling like we're not even making progress, and I don't even get to do the stuff I want to do. One thing resonated with me watching him talk, and I was glued. I mean, I've never – I've watched a lot of press conferences in my life. That one's an all-timer. Because people would walk by. He'd be like, Jim Gray, 
What up, dog? Who's the <laughs> one person he says something like, only you know what happens here, Lucy or Tammy or? Well, he's like uh, Julia or something. His PR lady's like, Julia didn't even want me to talk, but I had to. And I love you, Julia. You're my you're my girl. And he's like, oh, Ramona, you called me earlier? It was crazy. It was. He, but but he's a club. Like, to me, he he did say, like, I'm a deal maker. Like, and he's a deal maker because he is Magic Johnson. But his personality is just, it's pretty special, right? He has a special personality. Yes, he's a unifier. He, he's incredible. And I think he thought like, well, I can talk about other play, you know, just the NBA is kind of hypocritical this way. Everyone's cheating their fucking ass off. I mean, the Warriors recruited Kevin Durant for like two years. You just can't be public about it. And, and I think magic's like, I'm so rich and powerful. I can't fake it. I, I can't, I'm not a faker. I'm just a talker. And he couldn't do it. Like you do have to be able to just fake it. Like did, did Daryl Morey and Chris Paul never talk to the last second when he's like, uh, I want to come there, sign and trade done in a minute. Like the, the NBA is very fraudulent that way. The tampering runs rampant under the radar. Now the, the reporters kind of know about it, but they don't really talk about it. Like Kawhi Leonard, you know that the Clippers have had a representative at every Toronto home game this year? Every single one. They have some exec there. I think they might've moved them up there. Put him in temporary housing. I don't know, but he's there every game. Look how nuts that is. Like, to me, that's type shit. Like, that would not be allowed in the NFL. I don't even know if David Stern, like, Adam Silver's kind of a pushover. But for some reason, he kind of took advantage of Magic, even though Magic was somewhat harmless. But he wasn't because I think the elephant in the room was, well, still the Lakers. And if he's talking like this, he is going to steal some of our guys. At least do it under the... Micro or under the radar where we don't have to read about it every day, even though we know it's happening. Yeah, but there's a difference between it happening and it being just like the stories that dominate your entire seasons. Like that's what you can't. But he's but he's Magic Johnson, so anything he says is going to be much bigger than like, you know, something that some random like Lawrence Frank says. Now Lawrence doesn't even. You know, I'm just using an example of some random exec. So I I think it was a double-edged sword because he's so famous. So even if he's joking around like off the cuff like oh we're gonna sign dudes and he's like high-fiving david ortiz and alex and it was and jimmy kimmel it's awesome to yeah i I don't think he was trying to necessarily be malicious or anything that's the thing that i think was driving him nuts is at his core he's not a he's not a negative guy right i think that's why he's one of the outliers on twitter everything he's he was always being positive in the dumbest way like man this bill belichick can coach that would be his tweet and then he would get roasted Man, uh, Tiger Woods is a great golfer, but I, I think I do think it was real, right? Like if you I sat do. down next to him, that's what he would just say. Like he probably didn't actually physically tweet it. He probably had a social media manager. Like, hey, Magic, what do you think? He's like, man, this Bill Belichick can coach. <laughs> like, all right, that's a tweet. But I and, and I think when you listen, he's not a, he's not a guy driven by negativity. And I think that type job when things go wrong. And it's what, I, I mean, maybe it's sick. That's why I like the media. I mean, most of our topics are going to tend to be negative. Like, the positive shit ain't going to sell. That's all they were talking and just crushing them. And having been in L.A. just that little week, people were so mad at LeBron. And obviously, when you run the team, I don't think people wanted to hate Magic. Like, the Lakers, he is their, like he's their guy, right? Magic, to me, is the Lakers, even more than Kobe. Kobe might be currently the most famous Laker just because he's most recent, but Magic is like their Jesus. And it was starting to get ugly, and I think he hated that feeling. I I, I will say this, though. I think 
this whatever's going on internally mattered more to him than what's happening externally. Like the Rob, Genie, Luke, LeBron, Maver, all that stuff. Like there was plenty there that savvy amusing on Instagram was like well down his list. People making fun of him on Twitter to me. I'm not saying none of that stuff matters. I'm just saying it seems like there were 19 different fires to put out within See, the I, building. Yeah, and one thing he said is because everyone crushed him. Like, I can't believe you didn't tell his boss. Well, he basically admitted the reason I didn't tell anyone is because then I couldn't have talked to you guys without it coming out and I wouldn't have been able to set it, like, say my piece. He knew, even he loves Jeannie, he couldn't trust her. And it's kind of well documented now. On, like, She talks Ramon about everything. Uh, Rob clearly just, I, I wouldn't trust the guy. I heard Chris Mannix did a podcast last night with Bill Simmons, like an impromptu. He said the one thing that people around the league say about Rob is because he's kind of insecure about this job. He didn't hi- – like Bob Myers has Larry Harris, like high-level basketball people around him. He doesn't He doesn't have an assistant GM. Like uh, Danny has that Dave Zirin guy. Daryl Morey's had all these guys that now run teams. Hinky, Presty over the years, whoever. I don't know if Presty – was Presty a Houston guy? But like Rob – it's just Rob because he doesn't want to hire a basketball guy – probably twofold, right? Insecure that guy's going to know more. Two, we can't trust him because he's not going to have a good relationship with him. So it was kind of destined to fail. Like, I would Magic, if you if you told me Magic came into the job and he hired, like, they also paid Sam Presti $10 million to basically be the GM. Like, Magic would be, to me, self-confident enough and secure enough to be able to do something like that. Yeah, it Polinka, seems to happen a lot more in baseball. Polinka, honestly, guy, looks like a pretty big fraud in this whole deal. Like, is Polinka, it's Wednesday as we're recording this, is he the GM by Friday? How can he be? I mean, yeah, I mean, he might be, but I'm just saying, like, this situation, it's not better today all of a sudden. Like, there's still still a mess. To me, I feel like there's a decent chance that Luke stays and he gets fired in the next couple of days. Uh, well, clearly Luke's been picked. Right? You think, but if she if she goes and hires, like, you agree that Bob, like, what would you put percentage chance that Bob Myers the next general manager of the Lakers? Slim to none? I mean, what if they offered Bob Myers like $20 million a year? Seriously. It's such a weird job. I mean, yeah, $20 million. I mean, they don't offer him $20 million, but you have say to they consider offer, it. Let's say they offered him five years, $15 million a year. Would Joe just match it? He's not letting him go, right? I, would think, I wouldn't think so. Would Bob even want to leave? To me, there's a level now. He's, he's already being paid a lot. Like, why would he even? Because someone's like, the challenge! The challenge of what? I, I don't think like buying a- in to the middle of a LeBron era is a winning formula. Because you get no credit if it works, and it's just it's pro- it might not work. When I when I see these names like Sam Presti, I watched some of the Thunder game. If Paul George hadn't gotten hurt this year, they'd be like a two or three seed. Like why would you? They, they got a good thing going. If you watch the Thunder, like they're a pretty fucking good team. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why? I wouldn't leave that. Now everyone's like, OKC. Okay, yeah, when you're that rich, I mean, like you said, the job is. People think like, what's what's Sam Presti going to do? Go to the beach every day? Like he's in the office, you know? He's <laughs> He's at the Final Four. He's in the European League. You don't. Well, if you, you realize, God, he's just hanging out in Newport. Yeah, well, he's not. One thing I think is clear, like we always think, like, oh, you're going home. Well, uh, UCLA just hired a coach. Now it's UCLA, but they just hired a coach away from his hometown and his alma mater. Paul George had a chance to go to LA. Said, nah, I'm going to stay in Oklahoma City. Like when Mick you're Cronin rich, went to rich, Cincinnati, huh? Mick Cronin went to Cincinnati. Yeah, he's from Cincinnati. When you're wow. rich, rich, like, you can just get home whenever you need. Like, you don't need to be home all the time. And here's the other thing I was thinking about. When you're rich, rich, like, if you're Paul George, when you're wealthy, rich, 
being home means a you're wealthy and b you have something people want like people want tickets to the game where you are like it's kind of nice to not always be home all the time when you have stuff that people want so now i'm not saying that applies to every gm too i'm just saying like i think when you're we overrate like how great home is but for rich people you can just get wherever you need to be whenever you want to be there doesn't matter you have multiple homes there is no home just whatever wherever i am is where i am like i don't think it's as big a pull when you're at that level well, that, that's the one – another positive for Bob is Bob went home, and it clearly means a lot to him being home for family reasons yeah. slash Warriors reasons. Right. Uh, I, I, I think that it's – even though he the went right, to, Like he carried a Warriors ticket in his wallet since he was eight or something. Yeah, to me, the franchise – but then like who leaves Steph and Clay in their prime, right? Well, that like, – and also like, people, it's, like he didn't just come home to come home. Like he came home with Joe Le- – like he came home with a legit ownership group, it turned out. Like he didn't just come to work for the Warriors just because. He gets to work with Steve Kerr. I may, I, I think Bob already makes like $8, 10000000 million a year. Like I, I think there is – I'm close to zero. And you never say zero. I'm not trying to be naive. I just live in the – it's the fucking Lakers. I get it. But to me, if LeBron wasn't there, let's say they had three max slots, LeBron wasn't there, and the Lakers came with some god offer, some huge offer. I was like, oh, man, it's a pretty unique opportunity. He did go to school there. Pretty sure Bob's wife went to UCLA, or he definitely met her down there. I'd be like, well, you got to worry about it. <laughs> I, I think LeBron is the elephant in the room. Bob Myers, I think, would want no part. You don't go from Steph Curry to LeBron James. You just don't. Not, not I mean, LeBron in 10 years ago, hell yeah. If this was 2009 LeBron, I think it would be the best job in recent memory, right? But it's 2019. Well, I think, go- I, I think you're underselling like how good – like LeBron was the prize of the league 10 years ago. And rightfully so. He's the best no, player. I'm not underselling life. it. I'm just, Whatever. I'm just saying when you're LeBron's GM, you don't really get to be the GM. So it's never quite the job that – Well, Pat, Pat Riley did. Yeah, Pat – That Pat's a different animal though. Like – Surviving LeBron is not the norm. If you're if you're D Wade and Dirk, are you like Jesus? My my thunder got stolen a little bit last night. Dirk doesn't care. No, D Wade and D Wade fell off the table. Three, they brought four guys to Dirk that never played and had nothing to do. With, maybe they were just Dirk's heroes. They were. Dirk had a video that said here were the the people that I looked up to, and it was Detlef, Dikembe, Chuck, Scotty. Was there one other person? Sean Kemp. I didn't. Was he there? You said to Kembe. I think it was Sean Kemp. Yeah. Oh. Um. But yeah, they. That's why those guys were there. I didn't see the that's video. What, okay. Okay. It looked that like Kembe in the photo. Are you serious? That was Sean Kemp. Yeah, it wasn't Kembe. It was Sean Kemp. That makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, it, it was Sean Kemp because they uh, they hand her the my, Dirk's best line was like, "Well, Cubes, you're gonna have a lot to live up to on my jersey retirement." Because it was because I kept thinking. I didn't hear him say that. I was like, why are these fu- – I mean, it was – Larry fucking Bird showed up. I mean, that's, oh, did I it see, was pretty yeah, impressive. Right. I mean, the place was – it was awesome. I mean, it was – I didn't I got, watch I'm trying much to find the, the photo video. now. I can't believe that was Sean Kemp. It was Sean Kemp. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.